Chapter Fifteen of the Hollow Tree Snowed In Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Hollow Tree Snowed In Book by Albert Bigelow Payne. Chapter Fifteen, Mister Crow's Garden. The Hollow Tree People Learn How to Raise Fine Vegetables. One morning right after breakfast in the hollow tree mr crow said he'd been thinking of something ever since he woke up and if the coon and the possum thought it was a good plan he believed he'd do it he said of course they knew how good mr rabbit's garden always was and how he nearly lived out of it during the summer mr rabbit being a good deal of a vegetarian by which he meant that he liked vegetables better than anything while the hollow tree people mr crow said were a little different in their tastes though he didn't know just what the name for them was he said he thought they might be humanitarians because they liked the things that mr man and other human beings liked but that he wasn't sure whether that was the right name or not then mr possum said for him to never mind about the word but to go on and talk about his plan if it had anything to do with something to eat, for he was getting pretty tired of living on little picked-up things such as they had been having this hard spring. And Mr. Coon said so too. So then Mr. Crow said, Well, I've been planning to have a garden this spring like Mr. Rabbit's. Humph, said Mr. Possum. I thought you were going to start a chicken farm but mr crow said no that the big deep woods didn't seem a healthy place for chickens and that they could pick up a chicken here and there by and by and then if he had nice green peas to go with it or some green corn or even a tender salad it would help out especially when they had company like mr robin or mr squirrel or mr rabbit who cared for such things so then the coon and the possum both said that to have green peas and corn was a very good idea especially when such things were mixed with young chickens with plenty of dressing and gravy and that as this was a pleasant morning they might walk over and call on jack rabbit so that the old black crow could find out about planting things mr possum said that his uncle silas lovejoy always had a garden and he had worked it a good deal when he was young but that he had forgotten just how things should be planted though he knew the moon had something to do with it and if you didn't get the time right the things that ought to grow up would grow down and the down things would all grow up so that you'd have to dig your peas and pick your potatoes when the other way was the fashion and thought to be better in this climate so then the hollow tree people put on their things and went out into the nice april sunshine and walked over to jack rabbit's house seeing how pleasant it was to take a little walk this way when everything was getting green and they passed by where mr and mrs robin were building a new nest and they looked in on a cosy little hollow tree where mr squirrel who had just brought home a young wife from over by the big west hills had set up housekeeping with everything new except the old-fashioned feather bed and homemade spread which miss squirrel had been given by her folks they looked through mr squirrel's house and said how snug it was 
and that perhaps it would be better not to try to furnish it too much at once as it was nice just to get things as one was able instead of doing everything at the start when they got to mr rabbit's house he was weaving a rag carpet for his front room and they all stood behind him and watched him weave and by and by mr coon wanted to try it but he didn't know how to run the treadle exactly and got some of the strands too loose and some too tight so he gave it up and they all went out to look at mr rabbit's garden well mr rabbit did have a nice garden it was all laid out in rows and was straight and trim and there wasn't a weed anywhere he had things up too peas and lettuce and radishes and he had some tomato plants growing in a box in the house because it was too early to put them out mr rabbit said that a good many people bought their plants but that he always liked to raise his own from seed because then he knew just what they were and what to expect he told them how to plant the different things and about the moon and said there was an old adage in his family that if you remembered it you'd always plant at the right time the adage he said was peas and beans in the light of moon both in the pot before it's june and of course you only had to change light to dark and use it for turnips and potatoes and such things though really it was sometimes later than june but june was near enough and rhymed with moon better than july and august he said he would give mr crow all the seeds he wanted and that when he was ready to put out tomatoes he would let him have plenty of plants too then mr coon said it would be nice to have a few flower seeds and they all looked at mr coon because they knew he had once been in love and they thought by his wanting flowers that he might be going to get that way again but mr rabbit said he was fond of flowers too especially the old-fashioned kind and he picked out some for mr coon and then he went to weaving again and the hollow tree people watched him a while and he pointed out pieces of different clothes he had had that he was weaving into his carpet and they all thought how nice it was to use up one's old things that way then by and by the hollow tree people went back home and they began their garden right away it was just the kind of a day to make garden and they all felt like it so they spaded and hoed and raked and didn't find it very easy because the place had never been used for a garden before and there were some roots and stones and pretty soon mr possum said that mr crow and mr coon might go on with the digging and he would plant the seeds as he had been used to such work when he lived with his uncle silas as a boy so then he took the seeds but he couldn't remember mr rabbit's adages which told whether beets and carrots and such things as grow below the ground had to be planted in the dark of the moon or the light of the moon and it was the same about beans and peas and the things that grow above the ground and when he spoke to mr crow and mr coon about it one said it was one way and the other the other way and then mr possum said he wasn't planting the things in the moon anyhow and he thought mr rabbit had made the adages to suit the day he was going to plant and that they would work either way so then mr possum planted everything there was and showed mr coon how to plant his flower seeds and when they were all done they stood off and admired their nice garden 
and said it was just about as nice as jack rabbits and maybe nicer in some ways because it had trees around it and was a pleasant place to work well after that they got up every morning and went out to look at their garden to see if any of the things were coming up and pretty soon they found a good many things coming up but they were not in hills and rows and mr possum said they were weeds because he remembered that uncle silas's weeds had always looked like those and how he and his little cousins had had to hoe them so then they got their hoes and hoed every morning and by and by they had to hoe some during the day too to keep up with the weeds and the sun was pretty hot and mr possum did most of his hoeing over by the trees where it wasn't so sunny and said that hereafter he thought it would be a good plan to plant all their garden in the shade and every day they kept looking for the seeds to come up and by and by a few did come up and then they were quite proud and went over and told jack rabbit about it and mr rabbit came over to give them some advice and said he thought their garden looked pretty well for being its first year and put in late though it looked to him he said as if some of it had been planted the wrong time of the moon and he didn't think so much shade was very good for most things but mr possum said he'd rather have more shade and less things and he thought next year he'd let his part of the garden out on shares well it got hotter and hotter and the weeds grew more and more and the hollow tree people had to work and hoe and pull nearly all day in the sun to keep up with them and they would have given it up pretty soon only they wanted to show jack rabbit that they could have a garden too and by and by when their things got big enough to eat they were so proud that they invited mr rabbit to come over for dinner and they sent word to mr turtle too because he likes good things and lives alone not being a family man like mr robin and mr squirrel now of course the hollow tree people knew that they had no such fine things in their garden as jack rabbit had in his and they said they couldn't expect to but they'd have to have other things to make up and mr crow was cooking for two whole days getting his chicken pies and his puddings and such things ready for that dinner and then when the morning came for it he was out long before sun-up to pick the things in the garden while they were nice and fresh with the dew on them but when mr crow looked over his garden he felt pretty bad for after all the new potatoes were little and tough and the peas were small and dry and the beans were thin and stringy and the salad was pretty puny and tasteless and the corn was just nubbins because it didn't grow in a very good place and maybe hadn't been planted or tended very well so mr crow walked up and down the rows and thought a good deal and finally decided that he'd just take a walk over toward jack rabbit's garden to see if mr rabbit's things were really so much better after all it was just about sunrise and mr crow knew jack rabbit didn't get up so soon and he made up his mind he wouldn't wake him when he got there but would just take a look over his nice garden and come away again so when he got to mr rabbit's back fence he climbed through a crack and sat down in the weeds to rest a little and to look around and he saw that mr rabbit's house was just as still and closed up as could be and no signs of jack rabbit anywhere 
so then mr crow stepped out into the corn patch and looked along at the rows of fine roasting ears which made him feel sad because of those little nubbins in his own garden and then he saw the fine fat bees and beans and salads in jack rabbit's garden and it seemed to him that mr rabbit could never in the world use up all those things himself then mr crow decided that he would thin out a few of jack rabbit's things which seemed to be too thick anyway to do well it would be too bad to disturb mr rabbit to tell him about it and mr crow didn't have time to wait for him to get up if he was going to get his dinner ready on time so mr crow picked some large ears of corn and some of mr rabbit's best peas and beans and salads and filled his apron with all he could carry and climbed through the back fence again and took out for home without wasting any more time and when he got there mr coon and mr possum were just getting up and he didn't bother to tell them about borrowing from mr rabbit's garden but set out some breakfast and as soon as it was over pitched in to get ready for company mr coon and mr possum flew around too to make the room look nice and by and by everything was ready and the table was set and the hollow tree people were all dressed up and looking out the window then pretty soon they saw mr turtle coming through the timber and just then jack rabbit came in sight from the other direction mr turtle had brought a basket of mussels which were always nice with a big dinner like oysters and mr rabbit said he would have brought some things out of his garden only he knew the hollow tree people had a garden too this year and would want to show what they could do in that line themselves he said he certainly must take a look at their garden because he had heard a good deal about it from mr robin then mr crow felt a little chilly for he happened to think that if mr rabbit went out into their garden and then saw the fine things which were going to be on the table he'd wonder where they came from so he said right away that dinner was all ready and they'd better sit down while things were hot and fresh then they all sat down and first had the mussels which mr turtle had brought and there were some fine sliced tomatoes with them and mr rabbit said he hadn't supposed that such fine big tomatoes as those could come out of a new garden that had been planted late and that he certainly must see the vines they came off of before he went home because they were just as big as his tomatoes if not bigger and he wanted to see just how they could do so well and mr crow felt real chilly and mr coon and mr possum both said they hadn't supposed their tomatoes were so big and ripe though they hadn't looked at them since yesterday but mr rabbit said that a good many things could happen overnight and mr crow changed the subject as quick as he could and said that things always looked bigger and better on the table than they did in the garden but that he'd picked all the real big ripe tomatoes and he didn't think there'd be any more then after the mussels they had the chicken pie and when mr rabbit saw the vegetables that mr crow served with it he looked at them and said my what fine peas and beans and what splendid corn i am sure your vegetables are as good as anything in my garden if not better i certainly must see just the spot where they grew i would never have believed you could have done it never if i hadn't seen them right here on your table with my own eyes 
then mr turtle said they were the finest he ever tasted and mr possum and mr coon both said they wouldn't have believed it themselves yesterday and it was wonderful how much everything had grown overnight then the old black crow choked a little and coughed and said he didn't seem to relish his food and pretty soon he said that of course their garden had done pretty well but that it was about through now as these were things he had been saving for this dinner and he had gathered all the biggest and best of them this morning before mr possum and mr coon were up when mr crow said that jack rabbit looked the other way and made a very queer face and you might have thought he was trying to keep from laughing if you had seen him but maybe he was only trying to keep from coughing for pretty soon he did cough a little and said that the early morning was the proper time to gather vegetables that one could always pick out the best things then and do it quietly before folks were up then mr crow felt a cold shaky chill that went all the way up and down and he was afraid to look up though of course he didn't believe mr rabbit knew anything about what he had done only he was afraid that he would look so guilty that everybody would see it he said that his head was a little dizzy with being over the hot stove so much and he hoped they wouldn't think of going out until the cool of the evening as the sun would be too much for him and of course he wanted to be with them poor mr crow was almost afraid to bring on the salad but he was just as afraid not to only he did wish he had picked out mr rabbit's smallest bunches instead of his biggest ones for he knew that there were no such other salads anywhere as those very ones he had borrowed from mr rabbit's garden but he put it off as long as he could and by and by jack rabbit said that there was one thing he was sure the hollow tree people couldn't beat him on and that was salad he said he had never had such fine heads as he had this year and that there were a few heads especially that he had been saving to show his friends then the coon and possum said no their salads were not very much unless they had grown a great deal overnight like the other things and when mr crow got up to bring them he walked wobbly and everybody said it was too bad that mr crow would always go to so much trouble for company well when he came in with that bowl of salad and set it down mr turtle and jack rabbit said did you ever in your life but mr possum and mr coon just sat and looked at it for they thought it couldn't be true then pretty soon mr rabbit said that he would take back everything he had told them about his salad and that he was coming over to take some lessons from the hollow tree people and especially from mr crow on how to raise vegetables he said that there were a good many ways to raise vegetables some raised them in a garden some raised them in a hothouse some raised them in the market but that mr crow's way was the best way there was and he was coming over to learn it he said they must finish their dinner before dark for he certainly must see just where all mr crow's wonderful things came from then mr crow felt the gray spot on his head getting a good deal grayer and he dropped his knife and fork and swallowed two or three times and tried to smile though it was a sickly smile
he said that mr rabbit was very kind but that mr possum and mr coon had done a good deal of the work too but jack rabbit said no that nobody but an industrious person like mr crow could have raised those vegetables a person who got up early he said and was used to taking a little trouble to get the best things then mr crow went after the dessert and was glad enough that there were no more vegetables to come especially of that kind and mr rabbit seemed to forget about looking at the garden until they were all through and then he said that before they went outside he would read a little poem he had composed that morning lying in bed and looking at the sunrise across his own garden he said he called it me and my garden oh it's nice to have a garden on which to put my labors it's nice to have a garden especially for my neighbors i like to see it growing when skies are blue above me i like to see it gathered by those who really love me i like to think in winter of pleasant summer labors oh it's nice to have a garden especially for my neighbors everybody said that was a nice poem and sounded just like mr rabbit who was always so free-hearted all except mr crow who tried to say it was nice and couldn't then mr rabbit said they'd better go out now to see the hollow tree garden but mr crow said really he couldn't stand it yet and they could see by his looks that he was feeling pretty sick and mr turtle said it was too bad to think of taking mr crow out in the sun when he had worked so hard so then they all sat around and smoked and told stories and whenever they stopped mr crow thought of something else to do and seemed to get better toward night and got a great deal better when it got dark and mr jack rabbit said all at once that now it was too late to see the hollow tree garden and that he was so sorry for he knew he could have learned something if he could just have one look at it for nobody could see those vegetables in that garden without learning a great deal then he said he must go and mr turtle said he guessed he must go too so they both set out for home and when jack rabbit got out of sight of the hollow tree and got into a little open moonlight place he just lay down on the ground and rolled over and laughed and kicked his feet and sat up and rocked and looked at the moon and laughed and he capered and laughed all the way home at the good joke he had all to himself on mr crow for mr rabbit had been lying awake in bed that morning when mr crow was in his garden and he had seen mr crow all the time End of chapter fifteen